Alrighty. Hey, you know, uh, with all the all the great comic movies that are out right now, I watched an older one the other day. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, you know, I want to be Gas Man. Like, <laughs> no. with all the great, yeah. no, that's that's Howard Stern was Fart Man. That's as close as you get. Okay, so, fair enough, fair enough. So I went through and watched one of the old school ones that I thought was a a classic that held up okay as far as time goes, and I watched Blade. Right? You, yeah. Snipes fan, you like Blade? I remember Blade. Blade was a good movie. I haven't seen that in forever. I happened to see it. I'm going to watch it. I watched it again. I was like, yeah, I have to see this again. Let's let's see how it held up. CG's a little cheese ball. Sure. But I started thinking more, and maybe this is just because I'm older now. Yeah. Thinking more about the the little parts of the movie that go, well, that doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like early on, there's a guy who's trying to kill the girl, and he brings him outside to his car. And starts beating the guy up, like slamming his face into a trunk of the car. The guy was a cop. He's doing this in broad daylight in the middle uh-huh. of the street, uh-huh. beating up on a cop. Where? In wherever the city is. Blade City? Yeah. Yeah. But like regular people walking around, he's uh-huh. just beating up on a cop, and he's got a big sword in the back of his jacket that he walks around town with everywhere he wants to go. Yeah. And no one says a word. Why? What is it illegal to carry a sword? It would be awkward. It would be scary if someone walked into Big Y while you're shopping and someone's got a big sword, like samurai sword. And when he got in the car, but is it illegal? It's not illegal. Well, here's the thing. First, it'd just be awkward. Is it's it illegal? Weird. I don't know. I don't know in that city what their regulations are. Is that illegal here? If I was to walk into stop and shop with a sword on my back, I think you could. I but think here's I can. the thing. He's wearing it. Then he gets in the car and sits down. Whoa, sorry. Don't touch the table. Then he I hit the <laughs> hit the I hit the spring over here. He he gets in the car and he sits in the car to drive. I'm like, I didn't see him take that sword off. That sword uh-huh. is like a four foot sword down his back. Yeah. You can't sit in the car driving. That's a little continuity issue with that, right? Well, you don't know. Maybe there's like a slot on his seat. Never showed it. I'm just saying he yeah. had, he had suspension a suspension of disbelief. What's it? A Chevy Camaro, I think, is what he drove. Right? Okay. Like a mid sixties Chevy Chevy Camaro. Beautiful car. Uh-huh. And then I started thinking, Blade's a busy dude, right? Blade is everywhere. Does Blade take the time to do his registration on the car? Like, does he walk in with a, with a big sword into DMV going, I need to renew the uh, registration on my Camaro? See, I don't think you can carry a sword into the DMV. But you couldn't do a grocery store? I mean, those are one's a government building, one's not. I guess, yeah. Either way, though, like... Does he take the time to register his car? Does he? Pay I mean, who card? else? Who else would? I, I mean, don't know. Maybe he doesn't do it at all. He just drives around town and everybody leaves him alone because. Well, is the Batmobile registered? If so, Alfred does. It. There's where I'm going. Right. right? You know, Alfred would, would register. Alfred that. would handle all the. But do the you have finances. to register that? Does but Does he contact the FAA before the the the, the bat wing goes up? Right. Like, yeah. Ah. Like Green Hornet, is that car registered? Uh, if so, who does it? Like, do you well, walk in with? Because uh, then they would know who owns the car. So it's just kind of weird, the secret identities. Mm. I just got into that whole, like, real life thing, and I started thinking about Wesley Snipes going grocery shopping. Yeah. And, like, does he buy watermelons and then slice well, them with a the sword? This is an interesting rabbit hole to go down. Right. And I'm happy to go down. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> and I, I am happy to discuss this with you <laughs> right now. All right. No, it's, 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 it's a very good question. Um, does he cut the watermelon with that sword, or is he like like the rest of us, for some reason, using a bread knife? Oh, because it's serrated. It right. must work. Like but how yeah, much doesn't real work as well. person time does he have? Yeah. Aside from being superhero time and uh-huh. I'm killing all the vampires, Sure. how much time does he spend doing, like, does he sit on the couch and watch some TV at night? Probably not. Does he do his own laundry? And if he does, uh-huh. how's he? 
getting paid? Uh-huh. Where's the money coming from with a guy like play like when it's Bruce Wayne? You know, he's got mega millions. Yeah, in the yeah. Bank. it's a piece he's, of cake. Yeah, he's a but trust fund baby kind of. But a thing, even yeah. like even even when you think about like Peter Parker, the poor kid could hardly ever hold a job when he was in high school. Yeah, he finally got some jobs shooting some stuff so he could pay the rent. Yeah, a couple photos here and there. Right, but who's paying for the web fluid? That takes it's got to take money to develop oh, that stuff. Oh, he he develops his own web <laughs> fluid, and you know Stop it. it. You know what I don't get about the Spider Man. When he's he can climb on the wall with his bare hands and that makes sense, but then he puts on a suit, puts on and, a glove, and he can still do it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Is he secreting through that through I, that glove? It's awkward. Do I just want to see handprints? You never see anything afterwards. Or other secretions? Stop. I'm just going to keep We're on not going there. So does Blade secrete? <laughs> <It's> no. <laughs> no. He's just anger. Yeah. I love Blade. By the way, I love that it's movie. Like, I love the character. Does the does does the Incredible Hulk wash his shorts? I mean, that's he the goes, question. How many pairs of pants does that guy go through? He's and got why a lot do of they pants. stay on after he shrinks? He's got a lot of pants. Because his waist goes from being like, what? He goes from being like a 30-inch a waist to like a 50-inch waist and then back at, down at and they least, fall off. At least. He's on the Oprah diet. It's weird. Like, the only thing that stays on are his shorts. They're like spandex. They uh-huh. always stay on, uh-huh. but they're denim. Uh-huh. It's weird. He's like Mickey Mouse. All he's wearing is the shorts. Uh, have you seen my? Th- I put a thing on social media about that. I don't. I don't. You it's, think I, I follow your social media? Like every single. Hey, did you see that post? I'm just like, dude. No, dude I, I haven't I, been on Facebook in two days. Get out of here. I hardly <laughs> post anything. That's why I thought you might see it. Uh, it was, no. It's a cartoon of Mickey Mouse talking to Pooh, and Pooh is standing there all cold. Right? Uh huh. Pooh is cold. Uh huh. So, Pooh, uh, like, looks to Mickey. Mickey's wearing like a red hoodie that connects to the shorts. Yep. And he cuts off the top of it and hands it to Pooh. That's why it's so small, that shirt fitting on Pooh. Like, he's the one that gave it to him. That makes sense. It's that adorable. Makes sense. Yeah. It's adorable. That's cute. Little thing. That's cute. So, that, and that makes him, this is another question for you. So, if someone wins something, uh-huh. they are a... Winner. Right. They lose something, they are a... Loser. Right. Um, let me get a couple more before I get to it. Um, if you say you're going to do something and then you renege, you're a... I'm not going to go there. Uh, I thought I'd get you. I'm not going to... This is a family <laughs> show. And you are an elected official. Stop it. I didn't say anything bad. I just see if I can get you. I, if I can get you. And I didn't get no. you. I normally didn't get you with saying things. No. No. Because I, I knew where you were going with that. Did you really? I mean, no, I didn't know what the punchline was, but I knew you were trying oh, to trap me. Punchline. I just saw, I I saw it on a TikTok me. the other day. They got the, the guy went, nope. <laughs> That's, nope. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> That there. was the answer I was hoping you'd come up with. So I'm very proud of you. Yeah. yeah very proud of you. Uh. Nope, that's not. It. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There you go. There it is. That works. There you too. go. I forget where all the sound effects are yeah, on, on this board. It's been a while. So uh, it was my it was JoJo, my young daughter. Yeah. Right? She just turned three. Can't believe last that. week. I can't believe it either. It's unreal. It's crazy. It's gone quick. Um, we got wrapping paper to do her gifts, and mm-hmm. you know, after put her to bed the night before a party, uh, her mother, my wife. Uh, yeah, we're still together. Um, right. Right uh, here. We uh, uh, we're like okay, let's 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 drink and wrap presents because why not? Right? Why not? Have some wine, some whiskey. Uh, French mar- I think French martinis were happening. I don't know. So of course we started the drinking before the wrapping, and then we get to wrapping, and it's like now it's like eight thirty, nine o'clock, give or take. Mm-hmm. And Lori goes to wrap the first gift, and she opens the wrapping paper. And when it's a roll, it looked like it's like silver with polka dots, mm-hmm. okay? Sure. And she unwraps it, and it's actually transparent with polka dots. Well, that's no good. What is the point? Now, this is what is the point of a transparent wrapping paper? And why know. do they think anyone would want this product? Well, you bought it, so they're making more of it. No, they tricked us. They but, tricked us. It's trickery. You bought it. It's trickery, but they could have just as easily, probably for cheaper, have made just a regular wrapping paper, <laughs> you would have thought. 
Possibly. Yeah. What but, purposes? Do you think there's any purpose? Like, can you imagine a situation where you would want a transparent wrapping paper? No, I don't wrap presents. No. No. My, Do you bag like, them? My nephews and stuff. I, I usually like find a box. I'll throw it in the box. Be like, here you go. Open it up, pal. <laughs> it's wasteful to the Amazon box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll cut open the Amazon box, make sure it's what's supposed to be in there. And then, you know, everybody gets a box full of stuff. Sometimes it's Don't give me wasteful for the environment. <laughs> Don't get me wasteful for the environment. That's just laziness and or not knowing how to do it, which are both valid excuses. No, I know how. I just don't. It's lazy. It's lazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, but that's my excuse. I tell them I'm saving the environment. But is there, is there any reason why you could ever think to have transparent wrapping paper? No. I can't think of it either. Unless like, hey, I'm going to give you a PS5. And I've decided, you know you're getting the PS5, and I've decided to wrap it so it looks like a present. Then you can see what it is before you even open I don't know. Well, see, if we're, if we're doing that, then, then you use the transparent wrapping paper. You put a PS5 box, but inside the PS5 box, you put a kitten. Right. Right. I like that, too. And then you open it up, and you get a dead kitten on Christmas mornings. <laughs> it's awful. I know. But you it's know what? It, it'll, it'll happen. <laughs> yes. Is it cheers And for that's that? the correct button, yes. I don't know if you get cheers for, for that. For the dead kitten. <laughs> For the dead kitten. So look, it's been a while since we've been here. It's been a while. It's been a while, and uh, there is a, there is a phone call. There is a phone call waiting for us. Well, that's here. great to hear. Yeah, and 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 apologies um, for for the the absence. This has kind of become like a monthly show, but it's good when it happens. Yeah, when it but, drops, people are like we're going to listen right now. Yeah, so. but here's the thing: it's not like we're doing it intentionally. You've been busy. I've been busy. We've both been busy. Oh, so yeah. things come up, and then we come back and we do a show. And uh, it's not like we've been playing baseball in the meantime, folks. We've yeah. been. We've been we played a little baseball. We played a little baseball. All right, so this is um, our our. Uh, we'll start with a friendly voice, right? This is Liz's. I now know Liz's number when Good. it appears on Hi, Liz. the voicemail. So here's Liz. Hey guys, it's Liz. I was having a chat with my trivia partner the other day, and I'm wondering, in your opinion, how much time needs to pass before something goes from pop culture to a piece of history? Hmm. Um, just thought it was kind of a weird. In, you know, weird thought. I couldn't find anything on Google, so wanted to get your opinion. Okay, bye. Twenty-five years. Thank you. Great question. Moving on. <laughs> well, that what are you? The DMV giving out plates? <laughs> giving out, no, that Batmobile over there now gets antique plates. I'm just well, it's twenty-five years. Twenty-five years. So, I would say pop culture is pop culture. That's it's always there. So go from pop culture to history. It's got to have time. I don't think there's the. I I don't think there's much of a difference, right? So if something happens, like pop, pop culture is current. Pop, pop culture is current, but something can still remain a part of the zeitgeist, if you will, for well, a long time. So, so the does Simpsons. It, does it ha- the, the Simpsons. Does it, so The Simpsons, that first episode of The Simpsons, is that mm-hmm. pop culture, is that history? Now, that's a better question than what Liz just asked. <laughs> it's, it's still existing. The show is still on, so I say existing pop culture. Okay. I think when something's been gone for 20, I think 20 to 30 years. Has to be gone to be history. Gone. To be history. I mean, you can have historic shows. Like Sopranos is a historic show. Yes. It's something new, but it's. But it's gone. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's, it It, was part of pop culture for a while. uh Uh-huh. It is now faded. So now it's historic. Okay. Yeah. So, so like take Chappelle's show, for example. Yeah. When people are walking down the street going, you know. What did the five fingers say to the face and then hitting each other? <laughs> right. Right after the episode. That's pop culture. Right. But now if I do that, it's historic and I'm an asshole for doing it. Certainly the the, the latter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the former. Did that so I was going to college right in Savannah, Georgia at the time. Mm-hmm. Um so being in college, that was a big thing. You were not in college. Did that happen up here? The, did the five finger say to the face joke become a thing? Yes. 
because it was, it was a thing because it was fierce but it wasn't a big thing in regular culture because you were in the college community which is more Chappelle where he hit hard and in Savannah which is a, a very very uh, prime the, the area that we were living was primarily a black community right where I was living so it was just it was everywhere it was a thing here for a younger generation you know it was something we could joke about at the softball field you know we're, that we're, joke would come up yeah okay but it wasn't something that you'd hear like at the bar so now it's history yeah. So if I went to the bar right now and did it to someone, and I and they'd be like, "Why are you such an asshole?" I'd be like, "No, I'm a historian." Uh, yeah, that like, won't work. No, <laughs> you again. You'd what if I was wearing a powdered wig while I did it? <laughs> little at column A, little at column B. <laughs> the powdered wig might help you. Okay. Um, not a bad question, Liz. I, I mean, mean, you know, I mean, it wasn't, back wasn't a great question. It's not groundbreaking, but no. it's uh, it's it's something. Look, the difference too is she forgot a, a label in there. There's. There's uh, pop culture mm-hmm. and there's history, and in between is nostalgia, and it falls maybe oh. more into nostalgia than it does history. See, you just made Liz's call better, right? People love nostalgia. Uh, who doesn't? Not everybody loves history. Correct. Right. I do, and I don't think some of these things that we're talking about are necessarily historic. Those two, three shows we discussed, yes, they're historic shows uh-huh. because of the type of show they are, but. I, I would say they fall into nostalgia before they fall into history. And then it comes back. Because now Alexander Hamilton is all of a sudden pop culture again. No longer just history. <laughs> Oddly, yes. Right? Oddly. Although I, I will I will say this, and I know that you didn't you didn't like Hamilton. You watched the Disney version and you weren't a huge fan. Well, I don't like any musical I have to watch on TV. It never it loses all that pop from being that in the it theater. does. Yeah. That it does. Because uh, so I saw it in the theater and it was just amazing I'm to sure. see it live. I'm sure it was. And then you see it here. Even though it was the original cast and it was still done very well. Um but my my big problem with it is that so much of it was like kind of doctored. Like Alexander Hamilton mm-hmm. was an asshole. Oh yeah, he was an ass, and he's he's such a sympathetic, likable figure in the musical. But he was an asshole, and Burr was a lot smarter than people give him credit to. I mean, look, after he shot Hamilton, right? He ran off. Spoiler. To- <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Uh, statute of limitations on him shooting. <laughs> That's gone, yeah. yeah. Uh, he ran off to Pennsylvania and was just like, all right, we're going to make Pennsylvania its own nation, and I'm the president so that yeah. they can't try me. And it was like, cool story, Burr. <laughs> <It's> not <laughs> how it works, That wasn't buddy. in the musical. That wasn't yeah. in the musical. I, 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 don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. The only thing I'm going to pull from that <laughs> is, just, nah. is it past the statute of limitations for me to correct on one of the shows where I said Raymond Burr? <laughs> Raymond Burr. Uh, I said Raymond Burr. What are you talking about? Um, but no, uh, and, and, and let's be very clear, too, of the founding fathers. Many of them were, were assholes. Yeah, they're incredibly arrogant. Racists. In- sure. By today's standard, by which today's, is a well, different I mean, animal. By today's standard, I, I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just <laughs> very saying, easy like, to get tagged. <laughs> Jeff- and I, I, I haven't seen the whole thing, but I can tell you, you know, historically, Jefferson and Hamilton, obviously, right? They didn't get along at all. They, they were, were rivals in, in, in the musical rivals. as well. All right. So yeah. extreme rivals. Yep. So they, I mean, they were always trying to outdo each other. But the hardest part is when someone is that intelligent with a lot of these guys, their egos match. And these uh-huh. guys weren't about to give up on their ego. And, yeah. and they'll duke it out with that. But Hamilton um, was very difficult to work with, more federalist. Uh, he was an asshole. Yeah. Um, I think he was a Democratic Republican. Try registering as that these days. Yeah. Well, that was that was what they were. I know. Uh, but he was more in the line with, with John Adams where 
where uh, Jefferson was certainly much more for the people and the control for the state. So yeah, um, he I was part I, of Adam's party. There I you go. I keep uh, I keep Jefferson's uh, painting in my office in Hartford. Uh-huh. Jefferson does it have all of his wives and slaves in it, or is it no, just him? Just him. What a good guy. He was, he was an amazing man. You can say what you want. And again, it's a different time. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, uh, they all, every, every, every president before, like, I mean, they all, they all had slaves. They all had uh, multiple wives, concubines even. Well. Perhaps. How, Washington had slaves. Washington had a shit ton of slaves. He did. And he was the first to say that uh, the slaves that were under uh, in his power uh-huh. were, were all relieved of duty on his passing mm-hmm. um, as his gift long before that was a thing with you know the Emancipation Proclamation. So, did he pay him though? He should have paid him. I think I think there was a payment involved was it? with him. Well, yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> like back payment, back taxes but back then. But <laughs> So I have uh, the three classics I have in my office up there. I have, uh-huh. I have a Washington. Uh-huh. I have a Jefferson uh-huh. and I have a Lincoln. Those are three of my all-time favorites. And I actually have two Washington in that office. You should put George W. up. Next topic. So George W. Bush. <laughs> no, well, it's kind of funny. I'll stick to this. This doesn't count as as, as this is historic. So this it's is historic. this is not political. W this count as pol- is more w. recent. So W W is pop culture. <laughs> he's pop culture. Maybe nostalgia now. Right. Maybe yeah. maybe nostalgia. Yeah, I, I would say now. so. Yeah, sure. he's, he's a, yeah. I, 20, I, 20 years I, ago, I yearn for the days. He's 20 years ago where yeah. uh, where where you could just watch a a, a speech and just be like. Well, that's kind of fun. Yeah. You know, oh, that's... Look that's, forward to what they had to say. That's kind of fun. Well, but with like in the anticipation of like, I wonder what the cold open of SNL is going to be this week. <laughs> <Right. You know? laughs> that's same, that, that, that same type of thing. It's really funny because somebody, when he was the president, was like, mark my words, he's going to be one of the best Republican presidents of your lifetime. And I was just like, uh, no. For a short time. He very much was. I, I think he's great. He's he's probably one of the best. Uh, well, one of the best has only been like two and a half. Well, two, two and a quarter. <laughs> How far are we? It's yeah, like two and a tenth. We're just about there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should hang a picture of W. He was he was hilarious. I love. He him. was hilarious. I, he was he was he was a good guy. Um. All right. I think. Uh, yeah. We have one more call here. We're gonna get to the second call. We're just okay. moving moving right along. Moving, moving right, right along. along. Thanks, Liz. Play. Yo, Mike and Mo. <laughs> it's your good buddy Vin, all the way up here in Torrington. How you boys doing? Hey. Chicago. Um. Sorry, I haven't left a message in a while. I've uh, been caught up with like a lot of work. But excuses, excuses. It's our excuse. Okay. There's one thing that COVID has kind of taught me is to appreciate a lot of things. And I picked up on watching a lot of different types of sports since uh, quarantine. Like I found out what like Aussie rules football is. Love the that. AFL had some really awesome stuff. You guys haven't checked that oh, out. Oh, so good. I should check um, the AFL. And I've been appreciating awesome. rugby a lot too. And I just found out that like Hartford has their own rugby team. So, yeah. well, you know, whenever we can get into the stands at Dillon, I, I go check out a rugby game or two. But my question to you guys is, have you discovered any uh, new sports or anything that you're appreciating lately because of quarantine? Uh, and if so, uh, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I miss you guys. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I can make my way up and get my hat. <laughs> it's right, uh, right here. Bye bye. I'm looking right at your hat yeah. right now, Vin. I'm looking right at it. Yeah. And by the way, uh, Vin has a podcast now. Hey, little little, uh, little free shout out, right? It's called "Did I Scare You?" It's him and his brother, and it's about horror movies, and it's actually quite oh, entertaining. Excellent. It's quite entertaining. I, can you call in? I would call into his show. Let's let's call in. Let's do it. Let's. Uh, we can. We can, we can yeah. just call him and be like, "Oh, we're trying to leave a message." Yeah, we want to leave a message for, for, your for show. the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, Aussie rules football is amazing. Yeah. Right. Uh, Fox Sports Network has Aussie. 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 
Uh, You're supposed to shoot it back. No. No. Um, oi, oi, oi. There you go. Uh, Aussie Rules Football is... It's phenomenal. It's terrifying. Yeah. I wouldn't play it. I would love to have played that in my Yeah, game. I would love to have played it. I would it, love yes. to have played it when I was 25. When I was 25 and I don't care about teeth. Right. You know, like, I will. getting kicked I in the eye. I could yeah. have done some damage yeah. at 25 there. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I think we've already recommended all the things that we've discovered, Vin. Yeah. Here's the thing. For me, the discovery has been post, I'm not going to say post-COVID, we're not post-COVID, but the tail end here, I found my re-energized love of baseball. Okay. As spring training opened this year, I was ready to take it all back. Let you got us, into it. Let me dive back into baseball. Let me let me get on the MLB network. We're let playing me, fantasy this year. We haven't played fantasy playing baseball fantasy. In, in a while. I am so excited to do yeah. the fantasy draft mm-hmm. because I feel like I've done a tremendous amount of research to this point. Mm-hmm. And you're going to miss some things. There's no question. Sure. But I am so happy to have done the research and then not only look at the players by their numbers of the last two years, because you can't look at last year. Last really. year doesn't count, no. Um, there so was no look, last year. You're looking at the last two years, and yep. especially the young guys that are coming up, now watching spring training, like, I want to watch this guy see how he swings the bat. I want to watch this guy see how he's pitching. Where's his control? You know, where are these guys fitting right now? So I would say, Vin, that's my thing. I am I have baseball back in my life, and I feel so more fulfilled by having baseball back in my life because it's the greatest game ever made. So I am very, very excited for the regular season to start, but in the meantime, I'm not pushing it. Because we're at this point, we're before the season starts, and I don't want to, I don't want to rush through spring training. I want to watch the rest <laughs> of spring training. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying watching the conversations, the jokes. I don't know if you saw the other day, um, my boy Joe Madden out in L.A. Now, yep. No, uh, I, I didn't watch it. He uh, he was doing his his regular interviews, so it was you know everything is Zoom wise, right? So mm-hmm. he's all right. So we have one more question, and Mike Trout jumps on. Oh. And he's like, I want to talk to you about your golf swing. How's that coming along? <laughs> and he's like, glad you asked about that. Yeah, I started working on my swing. <laughs> this is the beautiful thing about a baseball broadcast is you've got nine innings to kill. It can be a three-hour game. It can be a mm. five-hour game. Sometimes You never know. There's a lot of filibustering that has to happen. My, one of my favorite moments of all time, Have you? did you ever see it was a, um, it was a Red Sox-Cubs game? Okay. Did you watch that series? When? 2016. Likely. When nothing's ringing a bell, though. When Jerry Remy's tooth fell out mid-broadcast. I remember that happened. I don't remember the call, though. No, it wasn't a call. It became a conversation for four hours. Phenomenal. He lost his tooth, and for four hours, this lost tooth... It was a crown, actually, but he he lost tooth. It just drove the entire game. And they were talking about, oh, the tooth fell out. Oh, what it was? Oh, there's a little number. And he takes strike one. And oh, okay, well, here, I need somebody to bring me this wrench. Okay, here, stand right there. I'm just going to try. Can you fit that back in there? And and swing and miss and strike two. And and it's just, it's so funny because with these baseballers, uh, or baseballers, these baseball (laughs) announcers, they can have this conversation, the side tangent, if you will, for four hours because you got to keep it going. But then they keep going back to the game. Like they don't even break strike. That's, that's old school. It's so good. Old school Harry Carey. It's right so there. good. You and I are going to call uh, maybe a softball game or something this year. Yeah, we're, down we're there at the, at the fields. We did such a fun oh. job calling the jumping in the ice, which we'll get to. But the, oh uh, yeah, we didn't even mention that no. the plunge, the polar plunge. That was uh, that was literally around the corner from where Vinny lives. Oh great. Yeah, we he's, should, we he's invited Vinny down to jump. He's up in Tory. Ah, oh. so next year. So for me, that that's all reminiscent to not just Harry Carey, uh-huh. right? But it takes it all back to the old base time. The old school baseball announcers used to do that all the time. It was all about a chat. It was all about sharing a story while they were calling the game, mm-hmm. and that's what always endeared me to the to the announcers so much because they were they brought you into their life a little bit, 
and it was like you were sitting on the couch with grandpa talking about the ball game. Yeah. You know, and, and even like the the Phil Rizzutos of the world when he was calling the game, he was so entertaining to listen to, not just play by play and color commentary, but all the rest of it. And there's a lot of that in baseball. And there's a lot of that in spring training. Cactus League, I'm loving listening to you guys. It's phenomenal. And I love you guys as if they're all listening to this show. They are. Show. They're <laughs> listening to us. The the good ones are the uh, the great ones are solo artists too, right? Harry Carey. Vin Scully. Vin Scully. Vin Scully by himself for decades. Didn't need anybody else because he could do a play-by-play and the color commentary all at the same time. somebody in once in a while and talk to him. Yeah. Vince just being – Vin Scully. He just went into baseball announcer mode. I did. Just right there. It just just (laughs) drips off your tongue. It's amazing. So – Like hot sauce. So that's another topic we have to get to. But so finishing this up. um, You done? Okay. So – with Harry Carey, he would carry on a game where he'd talk about dinner out having a steak the night before and telling you how good that steak was in downtown Chicago. Hey, so they bring the steak pie, strike one, and it was such an amazing <laughs> steak, medium rare, just the way I liked it. They brought me a cold Budweiser foul ball that strike two. It was all <laughs> the baseball was secondary, and you want to know about that steak. Yeah. And what's great with Harry Carey was, of course, he had a few Budweisers as he went. So as the game went on, he got more and more open, <laughs> saying stuff he shouldn't be saying, drinking on the thing. And that's where the seventh inning stretch came from at Wrigley Field, the way that he does it. Oh, yeah. And that way that's still honored to this day with the out of one. And a two. Out of two. He was the greatest. I, I still bring a tear to my eye when I think of the great Harry Carey. Aw, that was adorable. How you did that at the end? It was like you were a documentarian. There, I was. I was segueing for you to do whatever you're doing with your phone. Oh, okay. Cubs fans, everybody, <laughs> all the Cubs fans, y'all ready? This is I, how they do it. I knew you'd do this. I knew you'd bring this one up. Bears fans, you ready? Uh, let's see the Bears fan. Yeah, oh yeah. There's none of them now. It's a, it's a bear city. Bears city. Always a bear city. Yeah. Well. Good and luck one, with Andy Dalton. A two, a three. Pete Miser. It's nice. He says peanuts. He does say peanuts. I'll I'll argue with you all day. He totally says penis. It's great. It's great. So what did I get into? Uh, I joined a FIFA league, right? PlayStation league. And got, I've never been into esports or anything like that. It's a whole different world. It's a whole world with the discords and the twitches and the streams and all that kind of stuff. It's a whole different world. Crazy. And the best part about it is this getting into this FIFA league uh, literally taught me how to do live streams. And now I'm like doing them for money. Right. Sure. For, you know, I'm actually I don't even know if anyone's listening, but I'm actually going to be doing some uh, Hartford Athletic um, preseason. Go ahead and give your games. Twitch channel. Go ahead. Oh, it's twitch.tv slash nutmeg state. There it is. I, I said it that way because I actually it hasn't been announced yet. That it's going to be happening, but I, I'm, 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 I literally, I'm just like, hey, uh, can I bid for these rights to broadcast? And they're just like, sure. I was like, uh, zero. Just, I will do it for free. Zero. <laughs> I bid zero. I bid zero. They're like, well, that's the best bid we've received thus far. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I've learned this new software. I've learned the new technologies. So now, this joining this this league, which is great because I made some friends all over the the sure. country, e friends, if you will. Um, but I learned how to do all of this stuff that actually supports my career. Mm-hmm. Like I did a live stream for ESPN last yeah, summer, right? That was outstanding. It's, uh, yeah. it's, 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 in, it's incredible how, how playing some PlayStation has turned into learning how to do all these live streams uh, on a professional level. So I guess that's a, 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 a 
that's the answer, I guess. It's kind of a weird. I don't have like a one. No, I think like I said, I think, I think they're good answers. You know, we've been uh, keeping busy. We've been talking about it on the podcast. Thanks for listening, Vin, because you would have heard some of that if you were listening to the show on a regular basis. Go. So, Torrington that's our Vin. answer there. Torrington Vin. All right. There was a thing I saw the other day. We're, we're we're like a week and change off of um, St. Patrick's Day at this point. Mm-hmm. The Reuben pizza. Okay. I kind of took issue with it. Did you really? Yeah. I think everything should be tried on pizza. You, okay. Fantastic. See, yeah. this is this is exactly where the conversation is yeah. going that I wanted it to have. Yeah. Uh, pizza. Pizza. I just I, like corned beef on a pizza. I I would be all about that. Right? Yeah. But Reuben pizza. So can you basically just put anything on a pizza dough and then call it a pizza? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. Happens all the time. They and make like a, it? I, I, Bravo made a Nutella pizza. A dessert pie. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I won't try it, but I, I support it. I I've, like I've heard of Oreo pizza. Yeah. There's all kinds. So is there anything there that's off limits on a pizza? No. 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 Nothing. Everything. The minute they put sardines on, game on. Really? Yeah. You like anchovies on a pizza? No. Uh, <laughs> but, but the minute they did that, the minute they made that choice, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Like, I don't think I'd try a tuna pizza, but you can make a tuna pizza. A tuna melt pizza? Yeah. Why I mean, wouldn't you? Well, if would you eat a tuna melt sandwich? Yeah. So would you eat a tuna melt pizza? Depends. Is it going to be a tomato sauce? Then no. If it's a white pizza, probably. Mm. Uh, it's more of a, a beige. <laughs> <laughs> Valid point. Yeah. But Does yeah, it need to have the sauce to be considered a pizza? No, there's white pizzas all the time that don't have sauce. Like the Reuben, the Reuben pie was. It was. Here's the thing, though. It was like a pizza. So imagine a cheese pizza, then throw corned beef and Thousand Island dressing on it and sauerkraut. I would eat it. Would you? Yeah. 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 Anything corned beef and sauerkraut. I'm in. Like I could do that two, three times a week. I love uh-huh. corned beef and sauerkraut and cabbage. Corned beef and cabbage. Oh, I love it. Uh, Although I made the worst corned beef this year. Oh. Yeah, I put it in the crock pot. I love the crock pot corned beef. I do too. It's the best corned beef. With a can of Guinness, right? I didn't put any Guinness in. Oh, no. And I didn't have potatoes or carrots. So I said, I'm going to put in just the cabbage and the corned beef. Because I'm watching the sugar, so the potatoes and the carrots were put on the side, right? Okay. I'm not going to do those. So I just literally put cabbage and corned beef and the seasoning and some water in the crock pot and let it go for the day. Okay. On low all day. Never had a problem before. It's usually great that way. I, it was in there at least eight hours. I mean, that's that's pull apart deliciousness. Yeah, it wasn't pulling apart. It was. I had to use a knife to cut the corned beef. It wasn't cooked. Oh. I still ate it. Oh. Yeah, I've never had a solid corned beef like that. But it tastes like corned beef, so and I didn't get sick, so I guess it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds divine. No, it wasn't divine. I love that. It wasn't, wasn't what I was shooting for, but... Uh, it like got a gray to the outside of it, uh, but still pink. Yeah, well, yeah. I was like, yeah. Sounds I'll... disgusting. I hope I never have to try it. But yeah, you know, don't. but you know, while we're talking about it, we're not talking about it at all. Kind of. We're talking about eating things. Yeah. Uh, Mike and Mo hot sauces are actually going to be a thing. Yeah. So I have I have a small apology to our crowd. This is called a confession. All right. A small yeah. apology to the crowd. Go. <laughs> I, uh, I I I faked it. That those were my sauces. <laughs> so I, I faked it. <laughs> Every time I say faked it, you're going to hit that? 
Oh, whoa. Whoa. No. So, so we found a company, and I'm not going to go into all the details, but we found a company that we want to co-brand. And we like their hot sauce. We like their hot sauce And said, can we sell them, but we want to put our, our faces on them, and Mike and Mo Sauce? yes. Yes, do it. And we, uh, we got some more. So on our next show, our plan is to try them on air with the official sauces that we we're going to make decisions on air with you to which ones we're going to get. Now, some people love the super hot, some you know, I like I like pretty hot, but it's all about the flavor. So, I would rather oh, have yeah. a mild sauce that the taste is just out of this world than to have a super hot sauce. But if that super hot sauce also comes with the flavor, it's going to be the winner. Well, like the the, the pineapple that we had wasn't super hot. It wasn't at all. No, uh, but it was delicious. Yeah, and we still we still and have we have some of that to try. Oh, we should have got more wings. We should have gotten more wings. That's we're okay. Put, we've had we're those. Put on some wings. We've had those. Maybe we can go a half a wing on some of them. Yeah, we can figure it out. Yeah, we can figure but it out. But we're gonna we're gonna get some wings before our next show, and we're gonna definitely uh, deliver that for you, so you can get a feel for it. And there's gonna be the bar is low with Mike and Mo hot sauces that you can purchase. We might get. Do we some need to more. do a store like an e store? Uh, yeah, oh. we're gonna have to have a website. All right, you can do that. Yeah, I have no time to do a website. You can totally do a no, website. I do it, and you're going to be like, "This, this is terrible." What it's going to suck, everyone. Our website's <laughs> going to be fucking awful. <laughs> but there's two things you can do. One, you're going to be able to buy hot sauce, and two, you can actually listen to the show on the website yes. that does not exist anymore. Yeah, um, be great. Yeah, so so east store. So there's going to be things. There's going to be things. We're going to do hot sauce. It's going to be fun. Um, 2021 is a hot one. <sighs> where's that? Where's that rib shot? Do I get that again? <laughs> okay. that's it that's it that's it so yeah so i'm really excited i know mo's been really really uh he's been feeling very guilty for having lied to you i have our our, well, our faithful lie. fans all having fun lie bold face lie I'm a little fun and um do you, do you want me to play the lie we got it no no we're good we yeah. got it clear all it's right. all clear now all right so um no need to linger <laughs> in the past <laughs> You have to let it linger. So look, <laughs> this this has been a good show. I don't want to I don't want to keep on going. I want to end it right now. Yeah, let's end it. We're going to end it right now. Recommendation: baseball. Yay! 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 They could tell the show was ending because I the microphones cut out. You could hear the hiss go. Like, cool. Are we done? <laughs>